Blog Talk Radio. During the pandemic, my lifestyle drastically changed. My income came to a screeching halt. You have to understand, I'm a hustler. I'm a legit entrepreneur. I sell things. I come in contact with people all the time. I have to stay safe. I didn't have a choice but to trust the vaccine. And if you live the type of lifestyle that I live, you out here in these streets and you hustling, an entrepreneur like me, why not do it safely? So I want everybody to take this seriously. Take a shot at staying healthy. Get the vaccine. We talk a lot about the kingdom here, and we talk a lot about what most churches are afraid to talk about or don't even know to talk about, which is what the first century church was really doing. But just talking about it is not enough. We encourage everybody to join us uh, in their local neighborhoods, in their local communities, to find out more about what they can do to seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness gather with others who are already starting this road or starting to turn around and do things differently. Join us on thelivingnetwork.org or at hisholychurch.org. Go to the network links or go to preparingyou.com. Join the network there. It's all the same. And we'll try to hook you up with people in your local area. They will not be perfect. They don't walk on water. They are not necessarily saints. But they are talking about seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And join us on Facebook. facebook Facebook.com, His Holy Church, all one word. Join us there. We'll give you updates so you can start doing some studying and thinking about these things and start looking into these things for yourselves. But it's just not enough to sit and listen or to talk about or to say. You must become a doer of the word. Please check out the Barefoot is Legal radio show right here on Saturdays, 1.30 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Time, that is 10.30 a.m. to noon Pacific Time, as we show you all about your barefoot rights and living a barefoot lifestyle. And for more information about the 501c3 nonprofit Barefoot is Legal, please check out barefootislegal.org. That's right, the Jokers and Jesters Comedy Tour is back on the road. We are currently promoting our second Amazon Prime special, Jokers and Jesters, the next special. We will be touring small towns across this great country of ours. So for our tour date, follow us on Facebook at Jokers and Jester Comedy Tour or at our website, jokersandjester.com. It's a great night of music, laughter, and magic. Don't miss us as we come to a small town near you. Hello to all you filth bags and something duckers that are looking for employment. We are hiring 87,000 new IRS agents. 
Are you able to knock on doors and demand to see people's tax returns? We need people who are willing to handle firearms. You need to be the government's new army. Your job will consist of number not grades of people who work as waitresses and did not report all their cash tips. Or maybe they had a yard sale and did not report income. You might need to shoot someone dead who is refusing to cooperate. Or you may have to deal with some children's. That part is for me. You might need to enforce your will on people by any means necessary to force those 99% dolts and nincompoops to give over all their property to the 1%. If they say they voted for Trump, you kick them in the kumquats. Look, almost 75 million Americans voted for Trump. Another 12 million voted for other candidates. There is another 40 million that voted for Brandon and said something mean about him on Spybook. We need to teach those political enemies that we mean business as we turn America into a third world hellhole for all. If you vote Democrat we will be coming for you eventually, but for now we are starting our training and first order of work with bringing those right and center wing extremists to those FEMA camps that do not exist. So who wants to work for the IRS? Just go to their website and then we will put you in basic training. Once you prove to us you can handle a firearm and threaten Trump supporters hardcore enough, we will place you on those mean streets and help us confiscate property on all those fuss budgets that did not complete a perfect error-free annual taxation form. Good luck to all you applicants. And good luck all you dolts and something that cares who will let us get away with it. Hello everyone. I am Broccoli Man. At night I fight for organic GMO free food. During the day I fight crime against child trafficking. Please watch my story on rumble.com. Just look up Broccoli Man and you can see my regular run-ins and follies with G-Lobalist, the wiretap, the millennials, and everyone else I run into. I fight communists and very pro-free speech. Just check me out. Broccoli Man on Rumble.com Hello Freedomizers I am Broccoli Man When I am not fighting crime I listen to the Proof Negative radio show I am the Wire Ripper Not only do I forbid you to listen to Freedomizer radio and the Proof Negative radio show I am going to demand you wear a mask and get your naked body scan We need to protect the One World Government you getting the real information hurts a crime syndicate. Do not listen to proof negative. You must now disrobe this instant so I can check your person for a constitutional cash money. Anyway, listen to proof negative on Freedomizer Radio. Weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern. 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Freedomizerradio.com Now, back to proof negative on Freedomizer Radio. Welcome to the Proof Negative Radio Show, right here on FreedomizerRadio.com. Now sit back and enjoy the show.
Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to another great night here on Freedomizer Radio. Of course, I'm your host, Proof Negative, the big kahuna here on Freedomizer. I want to thank everybody so much for finding us tonight. Today is Tuesday, so we have a brand new co-host today. Uh, We have Adrian, who's trying out with us to be the next uh, Freedomist here on the Proof Negative radio show. If you have anything you want to share tonight, the number here is 319-527-6208 and press lucky number one on your phone and I will make it a point to bring you into tonight's conversation. So uh, with that, let's go ahead and bring Adrian in here. Hey Dave. Adrian, welcome in. Hey Dave, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be on the show. Hope you appreciate the applause because we want to give you that. You don't want the Nelson. You know what the Nelson is, right? I don't know what the Nelson is. You ever watch The Simpsons? Very little. Okay, you may have heard this before. <laughs> you don't want that. Is that from one of the kids on the, on the Simpsons? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think I've heard that before. All right, so I know you were sitting there thinking, when's this show going to start? But I, I play the opening commercials. And uh, we may or may not take a, a commercial break throughout the night if there's no guest. And uh, I, I uploaded a bunch of clips. I play a song that uh, everything you hear before we go on, as far as music goes, is something from one of my four albums I've published. Uh, so I, 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 I promote my own music, too. Oh, that's nice. I didn't know that you wrote music. That's awesome. When did you start doing that? Uh, what, 2005-ish? It, what kind of music is it? Uh, it's what's basically what you just heard. It's like trance, electronica kind of stuff. Okay, more, nice. More like the older big beat music, not, not, like, not like the stuff you hear on today's radio. Yeah, more like the calmer ones as opposed to the electronic um, ones that there's a lot going on. Oh, there could be a lot going on, but I I was a big fan of the, I don't know if you know your 90s and 2000s electronica, but I, I like bands like the Chemical Brothers, if you know them. I don't know them. They had a huge song in the late 90s called Block, Rock, and Beat. That's okay if you don't know them. That's fine. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I've never heard of the name before, but I've definitely checked them out. Yeah, so that's my kind of stuff. Daft Punk, Chemical Brothers, The Crystal Method. That, that's my kind of music right there. Um, I used to have a, a music show actually, but I gave that up earlier this year. So what okay. about you? You're here for the first time. So what what made you decide that you were interested in in uh, being a freedomist with us? 
Well, I've been involved in the Liberty Movement for a couple years now, maybe seven years, and I saw you needed a co-host, and I wanted to try it out. I'm trying to get better at speaking and just talking about different things. Yeah, one thing you'll notice is that doing radio, after like five minutes of your first show, you realize that it's just a phone conversation that other people can hear. It's nothing to be scared about. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, started out kind of uh, in the libertarian movement. I wasn't really sure what a libertarian was. And I got involved, went to a couple conventions, mingled some with the Tennessee Libertarian Party. And then from there, I kind of found the medical freedom movement, which really caught my attention because there was a lot going on there. And I kind of shifted sort of, I mean, it's all the liberty movement, but I kind of shifted more towards the medical freedom side of it. Yeah, I'll I'll be honest. I, I think I got in when I first heard about uh, when I started questioning 9-11 back in the mid-2000s. What made you start questioning it? I never believed in the official story, but the the guy that helped me uh, get my music career going, he showed me who Alex Jones was, and I just got hooked ever since. <laughs> was it the Bohemian Grove video? It was a movie called Endgame. Wow, there's a he made a movie. Was it a he Alex Jones made the movie or somebody else made the movie? Yeah, he made the movie called Endgame. I'm gonna write that down. You know, I uh, learned about Alex Jones from my friend's sister. I think we were in middle school, and she had us watch. Yeah, he, uh, he predicted the 9/11 attack like five or six weeks before it actually happened. And even named who they were going to blame. Wow. I didn't hear anything about that. I have a I have a couple friends that are into Alex Jones and I think some of what he says makes a lot of sense and I wasn't aware that he made a movie. Well, the thing is is that he's the exact opposite of fake news. And I'm not saying everything he says is gospel, but there's enough of it. And if you watch, you'll see that it makes sense and it's happening. Well, I don't think that, you know, like you can agree with somebody and like not believe everything that they say, you know, like they feel like we're put in a box, like, you know. He does have some pretty valid points in some things that he says. Um, I thought that Sandy Hook case where he was sued was very strange. And you realize that they're suing him for 
they, they got one lawsuit. He has a trial upcoming. They're trying to get him to pay $2.74 trillion. In damages is what they're claiming? Yes. Like he's the one that did it or something. But they want him to pay the gross domestic – they want him to pay the gross domestic product of one year of India. They want him to pay more than than Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, and and every globalist net worth combined. That's what they want him to pay because they they think he's good for it. Wow. But the goal is is not just the money. They – they just want to shut us up so they can ram everything down our throats. Yeah, like make an example out of them. Um, yes. Like so other people with platforms feel like they can't speak out about false flags and the agenda to disarm the American people. Yeah, and you still have people that think it's hilarious, though, like, like none of this is happening, even though everything everything that we talked about has happened. And you know what you were saying about uh, Alex Jones talking about 9-11 before it happened a couple of days. You know, I actually saw something a couple of years ago. I'm not sure if you've seen it. It's, uh, it's actually on YouTube. If you type in seven countries uh, in five years, Something like that, and General Wesley Clark, it will pop up uh, General Wesley Clark. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. I think that he ran for president at some point, but he started telling people um, openly on videos that he was shown documents a few days after 9-11 that were basically saying we would be invading several countries. Um, that they weren't just going to go into Iraq, Afghanistan. They were going to go into other countries. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Syria was – I'm pretty sure Syria was on the list. So it's uh, kind of interesting that those documents came about right, ironically, after 9-11. I'm not sure if you heard about that. This from General Wesley Clark. I think he ran for president. Oh, I've seen it. Uh, yeah. As a Democrat? Yes. Yeah, so what was funny recently when Alex told us that he had some whistleblowers talk about how they're getting ready to bring scams back in September, every Every fake news outlet said that he was crazy and he's being a conspiracy theorist and they won't do that. But look at what they're doing. Uh, the, like the very next day, they, they come out and say that we're, we're bringing back scam dates. States have they started doing that and they already started enforcing it. I'm, I don't really watch uh, the let's news. Let's see. There's a school district in Texas. There's a school district in Kentucky. They already shut the schools down until further notice because the rule is if you have even one case, you got to shut the school down. Wow. Wow. Yeah, the but they need an excuse to bring in that that CBDC though, because the the central bank digital currency. They they need to crash the economy so that 
so that they could come in as Captain Sabaho and get people forced into <laughs> the new system. Yeah, absolutely. That is the plan. Um, that's why inflation is crazy right now. So many people talking about going to the store and groceries being way more expensive. You know, families that have kids especially, um, they're getting hit pretty hard by that. The middle class is really receiving a lot of pressure right now. Yeah, so every time they try to bring back these scam dates, more people are waking up. But the the thing is, is that you have 25% of the country that doesn't care if they have to wear a scam or not. They, they honestly don't care. Some of them still wear scams, even if they didn't have to. Oh, yeah, there's people still wearing them, you know, at airports. Not as Not nearly as many as there was, you know, it's like, fizzled out a lot and you know i'm in the i'm in the great state of florida now so we don't really have a lot of that there really wasn't a lot of it in tennessee when i lived there but there were there was a lot of non-compliance there and then you had your groups that formed um knoxville they called themselves knoxville social dissidents Mm-hmm. Um, they were outside the meetings, meetings. People could not go to public meetings in a lot of states. I'm sure that was common for them to have Zoom meetings for city council, not letting certain people speak. Yes, and they can use COVID as a as an excuse. I'm not sure if you heard about it. There was a doctor. Um, his practice was raided in Michigan by the FBI. He was not arrested, but I believe that they were placed under investigation because. Well, and last I saw, there they were also trying to take away Sherry Tenpenny's license because she's not buying into COVID. Oh, yeah, the, I am familiar with her, and that would make a lot of sense. She does talk about, you know, like things you can do, like this doctor was doing intravenous vitamin C therapy, mm-hmm. and they placed that clinic under investigation because of the vitamin C therapy. He was treating people that had said coronavirus with that. But the the thing is, though, uh, let me get back to my point here, is that you've got 25% of the public that doesn't care if they have to wear scams, and then you've got another 50% don't want the scams, but they'll comply because the government told them to, because they're afraid of not being able to buy stuff. So Basically. that means that 75% of the public is going to go along with this. And I don't know... If if 25% of us speak up, is that enough to stop this? And I'm not saying yes or no. I honestly don't know the answer. You know, and I wonder about the numbers, Dave, when they say that X amount of people got vaccinated. You know, I just wonder how much of the news that we saw was, you know, 
made up, like fabricated numbers, because we know the numbers of people in the hospitals were drastically inflated and that there was a lot of things that could have been done better in the hospitals, nurses not mm-hmm. hooking people up to ventilators correctly, and then when they didn't need to. You mean the dancers? Oh, I'm sorry. What was that? You mean the dancers, right? Yes, I hadn't heard them called that. The ones that, that were so busy that they had to they had to make up dances. Oh yes, yes. The TikTok videos; those were so cringe. They were just awful. Yeah, that's how slammed they were that they they had to make videos. But, you know, I wonder if really that many people will comply again, you know, because I don't know, because I'm saying seven, uh, because the the first time you had like 98 percent compliance, the last time you had maybe like 88 percent compliance. And I don't know if uh, I don't know if 75 percent compliance with 25 percent noncompliance is going to be enough to overturn this. Because I, I don't that, think half the population is going to say no this time. I I don't think it'll be that high. You think that it'll be more people complied this time than the last time? No, uh, I'm saying 88% of the people complied last time, 98 did the first time. Uh, I, I'm predicting about 75% of the population will comply this time, which is 13% less. But I, I don't know if, if 25% noncompliance will be enough to, to shut this game down. I don't think I don't think we're going to get more numbers than that. I am a little bit of an optimist sometimes. Like I believe in, you know, what I like to call like delusional positivity in the sense of, you know, everything can always change. And I think that there will be a lot of backlash from the public, certain groups especially. Well, it's going to come from us 25%. Uh, we have a couple of callers. I, I want to go ahead and take our first call of the night. I'll, I'll show you what it's like to take some calls. All right, yeah. All right, we have Pianchi here from Louisiana. Welcome in, Pianchi. Well, you know, yeah, how you doing, Proof? And also to your calls. But uh, you're probably right. People, I've seen people, a couple of different couples wearing uh, their scams uh, color-coordinated with the clothes they was wearing. But um, people got to sooner or later just put their foot down and say, we're not going to do this. <laughs> I just think people are, are come uh, down to your kids. And you, you know I'm not much of a profanity user, uh, but I, I think that the average American is too chicken shit to to say no. I think people will put their scam on just to run into Hardee's and get a chicken biscuit. 
wild. Well, you probably got a point there. I don't know what else to say to you. But they'll do it, though. You know that, Pianchi. You saw it the first and second time. Yeah, we sure did. It was the most ridiculous thing that you... Well, people were scared as hell. They were scared shitless. Well, excuse me. But uh, that's just the way it is. People who are ignorant, then fear become their thought pattern. And they act out the way they did. Wearing scams and and six-foot distance and walking in single-file line like they were marching off to the ovens or something. So what can you say? Yeah, just the, the average American will, will put their scam on to walk inside Chili's to be seated at a table right next to them where, when they, where they were standing to be seated, and then they take their scam off right there. Yeah, it's that just like so Joe Biden we'll shooting. Yeah. He said, like, they're marching out to the oven. I just had to note that. That's so funny. Yeah, you know, you see all well, if, uh, like Joe if Biden. If you ever wondered why, how these people in Germany complied, now you know. <laughs> well, that's true. This is going to be just like 1940 Germany because they, the Democrat Party and, and, the, and the chicken Republicans as well, they, they prey on these people that that just obey for the sake of obeying without answering, without asking questions. That's how they get their power from from you being powerless. Well, have you, I know you've seen that monologue of all the complaints and declaring of illegal election and voter fraud that the Democrats pulled on starting back in 2000 and yeah, all the way up to Obama, and I can't understand it. Proof, you mean to tell me no Republican whatsoever, no Republican secretary, none of them filed lawsuits of voter tampering and trying to overthrow the election? No, not really. Just Trump. Hell, just the stuff that people like Maxine Waters proclaim. And uh, what's the other guy that got the club foot? I can't think of his name. Uh, and, and Schumer. Just the stuff that they were saying is, is was more detrimental and more outlandish than what anything they've accused Donald Trump of saying. Yeah, but the thing is, is that Trump wasn't supposed to complain about it. That's the issue. And the more that Brandon gets in trouble, the more they have to go after Trump to try and level the the playing field. And now you have several states thinking that it's a fresh idea just to get Trump off the ballot because he might win. Yeah, misusing the 14th Amendment, you know, by the way, you know the old argument about the 14th Amendment never being ratified along with the 13th because there wasn't enough legislatures that voted for it. Well, when you go back and look at the register of the records of of the meeting and the I's and the A's and the nays, they're absolutely right. There wasn't enough percentage-wise representatives that voted yay 
for the amendment. So it shouldn't have passed. So Adrian, so go ahead. If you want to respond to that? Yeah, this trying to keep the to keep Trump off the ballot using the Fourteenth Amendment, which you know didn't have enough to ratify. But even beyond that, it was targeting the Confederates. It had nothing to do with the way they're trying to use it today. It's never been an insurrection. What would Trump be doing, uh, throwing a coup on his own damn government? What sense does that make? He was still president until the 20th of January. Right. You know, a lot so, of those uh, protests that went kind of like in the the wrong direction, um, I saw a lot of posts circulating, I don't know about you guys, where people caught just random piles of, like, bricks, caught police officers and some cities leaving bricks for people to throw into buildings, vandalize, stuff like that. So I do wonder how much of that was orchestrated. Well, anytime you've got these, uh, these police departments or George Soros operatives just uh, putting random piles of bricks in front of buildings, and then they leave it alone. We we all the whole world knows what what they're trying to do. It's not exactly a secret. Saw about an hour ago that Trump's campaign has raised what is it about twenty million dollars now? Um, mm-hmm. With just the arrest and then the mugshot photo. Yeah, well, the, the 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 black community now looks at Trump like he's one of them because he's he's now in the prison system. So that's backfiring. Yeah, you know, a lot of a lot of the Black Lives Matter crowds, the leaders especially, they uh if they're not paid agitators, they genuinely do wholeheartedly believe that white supremacy is like the number one like threat to them in the United States. Mm-hmm. Well, hell, back in uh, the latter part of July, you had a black man in a town in Atlanta, not Atlanta, Georgia. He killed four whites. Have you heard about that? No. No, I didn't hear anything about that. It should have been all over the news. He killed four whites in his neighborhood. Shot him dead, plus wounded two sheriff deputies. 
It's in the news. And no, I didn't see it. Nothing is said to any great extent. Like it is, like they're trying to use the Jacksonville, Florida incident and blame DeSantis for it. Yeah, I didn't understand that. Uh, And they want to blame the sheriff because he's out there telling people. Uh, I like when the dude put the gun on the table and said, look, it's not going to do anything. This guy's name was Andre Longmore, L-O-N-G-M-O-R-E. He came to his white neighbors in Hampton County, Georgia, in July of 2023. Google it. By the way, Adrian, I wanted to ask you, because you're in Florida, uh, where is that hurricane supposed to hit? Are, are are you being told to evacuate? Not over here in this area. We're kind of in a little spot over here um, where it's not very likely that we would get hit. It's supposed to hit Tampa, the Tampa area, and then go back out and go around and fall in the St. Augustine area. The last time I had heard about it, it was moved to a four from a three, but it was being tracked towards landing in the Tampa area. Well, St. Augustine, that's still close to you, though. Yeah, it's uh, north and east of me. And I'm not sure when the last time they had something hit. I know the West Coast had a pretty nasty storm around this time last year that really tore up the Cape Coral area, the Sanibel area. It's a very nice area. Anna Marie Island, that area over there, a lot of lights, uh, live loss, a lot of telephone poles, um, out, power outages for a couple weeks over in that area towards the Sanibel. Okay. All right. So uh, Joanne Moretti lives in Port Charlotte. She'll be here tomorrow. So I, I, I didn't hear if she was evacuating. I don't think she is. I don't understand Joe Biden declaring a state of emergency. That's what the governor of Florida is called it. Just how he declared a state of emergency in Mississippi due to the capital's water crisis. That's up to the governor to call that. And here's another thing. People drink bottled water. They don't drink water out the tap. When was the last time you drank water out the tap? I would say ninety-five uh, percent. I think was uh, I think was five years ago when I I went to Long Island in New York because they don't have fluoridated water. 
Well, most That's people nowadays, time. and I would say in the 90 percentile, drink bottled water. They don't drink water out the tap because of the scare that was put forth. In some states, Louisiana, they don't, Louisiana, and their water processing, they don't use fluoride either. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's very interesting. No, but most people don't even know what fluoride is, though. Yeah, I definitely don't yeah, think a lot of people will know about why it's bad. A lot of people don't know what viruses is either. Uh, well, now, now you have people that that believe there's no difference between a man and a woman. That is so insane. Well, you're right about that. Uh, yeah, something you used to learn in preschool. Now, now you have grown adults that. Uh, uh, there, there was one episode, not an episode, but Ted Cruz was asking somebody recently in a Senate hearing uh, about if they can define what a woman was while they were a woman. And they you should have seen the mental gymnastics that this lady was doing to try to not answer that question. Wild. It's just you know, insane. People like, can't yeah. answer what a woman is. Like uh the term woman is now offensive to some. Just like being cisgendered is, is allegedly a, uh, it's a slur. You're, you're not allowed to be comfortable in your own skin. You, you have to be angry. That's the only way that you're a real person. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. These people just want to strip us of our language. They want to make us say lies. I was sending to my friend today this link that has a whole list of school districts by state that have transgender, gender nonconforming policies where they openly state that district personnel can and should keep a student's transgender status hidden from parents. Oh, yeah, like in Seattle, they could take the kids away if the parents complain about their transgendering at any age. Wow. That's in Seattle? I knew they were doing that in Canada. Yeah. Well, in Canada, if a kid is depressed, the child can legally ask to be euthanized and, and uh the parents can't even get involved. Uh, if the kid wants to, if the kid is interested in death because they're depressed, it's perfectly acceptable. Did not know about that. I knew that they were talking more and more about, you know, euthanizing people, like assisted suicide, and they were mm-hmm. discussing things like that here. And I knew that was a little bit more legal and. I think Japan and Canada, and I didn't know that that was accessible for children.
Well, the, don't forget, Satan preys on the youth. The, the, there's more money, I guess, and more, more soul to gain when you convert a youth as opposed to converting an old person. Yes. Kind of a sad way to look at it, but that's that's how that's how it rolls. Yeah, a lot of perversion to corrupt the minds of the youth, and you know the youth are the future. So it's only natural that they would prey on children. And then you have these teachers that, you know, they become teachers. So they can enforce their philosophy on other people's children, which is just another reason that you should pull your children out of public schools. So, uh, Pianchi, you're you're still here, right? Yeah, I'm still here. I'm going to back out. Hey, uh, I I need to uh, I need to find some facilities real quick. Uh, Can you? Keep my uh, my brand new co-host uh, company for like three minutes. It's her first day on the job. Yeah, I'm open for her questions. All right, Adrian, I'll be right back. Okay. No, Adrian, hey, but uh, 9/11 was one of the biggest. Yeah, so you two have 9/11 right was back. one of the biggest. Yeah, 9/11 was one of the biggest scams that uh, this nation has ever experienced, other than probably the sinking of the Lusitania. And, you know, I saw something a while back, and it really stuck with me about 9-11. It was about how, you know, when when I was in school, they would show clips of the people falling out of the buildings, and it was just so sad and tragic what happened that day and watching it. And I was helping someone with their paper they were writing for their terrorism class, and they had to talk about 9-11. And I came across something that was talking about how the way that they played the clips of the people falling out of the buildings and they played that over and over and over again, they kind of like made it in a way like propaganda to drive up patriotism in the country so Americans would accept war. And I thought that was fascinating that – they use psychological operations like that to compel people to comply with things that they shouldn't comply with when these situations were completely manufactured. Well, the thing is, is that people have to agree to that before it can happen. Nobody's throwing you down on the floor, hog-tying you, and putting a mask on your face are making you take a vaccination. People are agreeing to this. And I'm saying they're doing so because of pure, genuine ignorance. They're ignorant. And it started off as children in those government elementary schools on up through high schools, and it's still being further deployed in your colleges for your young professors. Look at their behavior. Look at the judges. Look at the answers that they give when questioned. It's just completely insane. 
you know, college should be the place where you have debate, especially in classes like social sciences, sociology, anthropology, political science. Those are all classes where discussions and debates should be held. And instead, what you see is taking over campus and actually conservatives really kind of being afraid to speak out on campus. I was talking to proof about a job that I was helping out with last year, around this time last year. We would identify our conservative and libertarian students, and then we would help them start student groups. A lot of conservative students on campuses, even a student at a campus here in Florida that is a more conservative state currently, we had students that were kind of afraid to say they were a Christian, to say that they were conservative. And that is where we are right now in a lot of our universities in the United States. And a lot of universities have these things that are completely unconstitutional that are called free speech zones, which is basically where like they will block off a certain area and tell students that is the free speech zone. So if you wanted to hand out pocket constitutions, as long as you are handing it out within that square. And at public universities, that is unconstitutional. It's not legal. They have no right to tell students they cannot engage in free speech on campus. So we have some groups that work with attorneys to sue campuses that have those policies that are forcing conservative libertarian students into corners pretty much and not being able to vocalize their views. Well, I've seen a video where you had these three in this college, I forget what the name of it. You had these three black female students called the campus police on a white student who came and sat on a desk across from them, and they claimed that they didn't feel safe around him because he represented white supremacy. And the police made him move. So you got that kind of stuff that's going on in your institutions, your universities, your colleges. It's just totally absentized. All right, I made it back. I hope I didn't miss anything. Welcome back. We just talked a little bit about things going on on the campuses, about conservative students being discriminated against, that a lot of them feel scared to speak up on campus. Oh, I was going to ask you, Piaki, what did you think of Brandon telling that tall tale about Strom Thurmond? Well, Brandon and Sean Thurman back in the day was friends. He done uh, he eulogized. Uh, I can't think of the the uh, KKK bird. Bird, yeah, he eulogized at Bird's funeral. It's just 
it's just uh, awesome. It's just an awe of Biden is getting away with so much stuff, and all his past history is being just dismissed, just being disregarded. But he, he, Biden was terrible. Brandon was 21 was when, when Strom Thurmond, uh, when the Civil Rights Act happened, and 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 Strom Thurmond voted against the Civil Rights Act. That's a, that's a good Democrat well, for you. He voted against the Civil Rights Act because it's liberal. Well, up until 1964, there was never, ever, ever a Democratic first when it came down to things like civil rights. It was the Republicans who led it all the way to the first one, which was like 1775, I think it was, first Civil Rights Act. It might have been 1757, but it couldn't have been 57. But back in the 1700s, you had your first Civil Rights Act, and it was pushed forth by Republicans and had to do with accommodation. And then on throughout the time, even the 1957 Civil Rights Act, which John F. Kennedy was against, by the way. Eisenhower was for it. Right. That's a man who don't get as much accolades as he should. You know, Eisenhower was a pretty I, I want to play this Strom Thurmond America. clip with uh, Dan Bongino, uh, Pianchi, and Adrian, and I'll, I'll let you two comment with me after Dan Bongino shares his piece. So I want to get your opinion here. He makes a point to emphasize it. He means this literally, not figuratively. I mean, he literally says that, right? Which is strange because Joe Biden was 21 in 19, was it 63, when this all went down? And Joe Biden was not in the Senate, would not be in the Senate for 10 more years. And Strom Thurmond did not vote for the Civil Rights Act. So you have to understand, absolutely none of this story is true. But it never stops the kid sniffer from making it up anyway. Check this out. I thought things had changed. I was able to literally, not figuratively, talk Strom Thurmond into voting for the, the Civil Rights Act before he died. And I thought, well, maybe there's real progress. But hate never dies. It just hides. It hides under the rocks. Yeah, well, bullshit never dies either. It hides under the rocks, I guess. The rocks in the Biden White House. Folks, this guy can never tell the truth about anything. And his constant, his, his constant, what, it, what do they call that? What, it, what is it, LARPing? Live action role? Is that, that's a thing, right? LARP. His LARPing as a civil rights activist. Is, am I like, not, is that not cool? Like, I don't know. Do I not know the word? Because I'm not like a hip culture guy. Is that, am I using that in the wrong context? Gino, I didn't even know what IRL meant. I had to ask Gino when I went on Timcast. I, what's IRL? LARPing's a real thing, right? Yeah, yeah, AMSR. I thought it was a disease. AMASMR. It's like some sound thing that people respond to. I'm like, is that a problem? Is that an itchy thing? You know, I, yeah, LARPing is real. Joe Biden is LARPing. His, he has spent a lifetime LARPing as a civil rights activist. You need to understand, folks, Democrats, Republicans, and the like, we are running against this guy in the next presidential election. If you're going to make a case out of Trump's character, oh, Trump's a bad guy, he sends out mean tweets, then we're going to return the volley back to you and show you how full of crap you are. Your guy is a BS artist. It's all he is. Nothing this guy says is true about any of his autobiography at all. He does this to appeal to people as if he's some big human rights, civil rights activist who was sitting there marching on the front lines. He is lying to you. 
These are easily documented lies. The guy is a kid-sniffing, bribe-taking fraud. He is nothing more than that. That's what this piece of garbage is. He doesn't have a shred of human dignity. Ask any Secret Service agent or staff who spent a minute around this guy. He is a loser. Put some beers in them and they will tell you. The guy is a loser and a liar. He is that guy at a party you're at who drank too much and is telling you stories about how he threw for 7,000 yards in a football game in high school and everybody's looking at it going, well, guy, we know you're BSing us. That's Joe Biden. You have to understand what a loser this guy is. He's a loser. He's got family member losers. They all are losers. That's who these people are. Hat tip RNC research. Here's a, this is important you see this. Because, again, this guy has made a career out of lying to people. You want to see why some, not huge numbers, but some black voters are leaving the Biden camp and moving over to the Trump camp? Maybe because this guy just lies about everything, including LARPing as a civil rights activist. Take a look at this. When I marched in the civil rights movement, I did not march with a 12-point program. I marched with tens of thousands of others to change attitudes. And we changed attitudes. He lied to voters, according to the New York Times, uh, quoting aides of, of Biden's, about having marched in the civil rights movement. I got involved in the civil rights movement. I got involved in desegregated movie theaters. They organized voter registration drives. From the time I got involved as a high school kid in the civil rights movement. But I was a kid involved in the civil rights movement, desegregating restaurants and movie theaters in my state. From the time I got involved as a kid in the civil rights movement, sit-ins and... Desegregating restaurants. And I got involved in the civil rights movement uh, just as a kid. And that's why I got so deeply involved in my community with the civil rights movement. When I sat in black churches on the east side of Wilmington getting ready to, and by the way, next to Jewish, two Jewish rabbis, uh, getting ready to go out and desegregate movie theaters in Delaware. I come out of the civil rights movement. I start off in the black churches and we'd go from there to desegregate movie theaters. For real, I got involved in the civil rights movement. From the time I've been 18 years old, I've been involved in causes from the civil rights movement. Got involved in the civil rights movement and desegregating restaurants, that kind of thing. Coming out of the civil rights movement and being involved with the Jewish community as a kid in the civil rights movement. I got involved in the civil rights movement. Get ready to go out and desegregate restaurants and movie theaters. That's what got me involved in civil rights as a kid. I got very engaged in my case, the civil rights movement. Quote, more than once, advisors had gently reminded Mr. Biden of the problem with this formulation. He had not actually marched during the civil rights movement. And more than once, Mr. Biden assured them that he understood and kept telling the story anyway. That is really, really weird. Folks, it's beyond weird. It's sociopathic. Listen, there are a couple of things. Can we agree if I'm wrong? If you think I'm wrong, just tell me in the chat you're wrong. Just, I'll accept, I'll listen to you. Just, I, I want to hear what you have to say. Listen, every politician lies. And listen, to the, I just said, but listen twice. Every politician lies about their background. Let's just say embellishes. They just do. They, you know, oh, you know, they say this. I grew up poor. You probably grew up middle class or whatever. I, I, you just accept it as like BS is built into the system. Okay? But there are things you just don't lie about. You don't lie about your military history. You just don't, correct? That's just absolutely forbidden. You don't steal valor. You don't lie about having been in law enforcement when you aren't. I'm sorry, but you don't lie about being like a frontline police officer, you know, if you weren't one. You also don't lie about your history in the civil rights movement. 
You know, for people in the chat or anyone else out there listening who forgets, the civil rights movement was led by the Republican Party against Southern Democrats. It doesn't mean Democrats now are responsible for what their fathers did. That's not what this means. You are responsible for your own life. The generational guilt is not a thing. But that is a historical fact. And our party, we should be proud of that. The fact that Joe Biden is a Democrat who's got a history of making overtly racist remarks is trying to steal some kind of moral valor by pretending he was a civil rights activist, which was led by our party, by the way, when, a matter of fact, he did no such thing, is absolutely should be forbidden. And this guy should be roundly condemned. But outside of what Tapper said in that video, you hear almost nobody on the left talking about this at all. Matter of fact, ironically, Trump, who's done a lot for minorities, not just black America, but others throughout his life, through various uh, programs, and, uh, and he is always, always through, uh, you know, through uh, activism and others while he was in the White House, tried to assist people in the black community. They attack him as a racist. The real racist is the rotting bag of oatmeal in the White House now. I didn't intend to start the show that way, but I saw that this morning again on RNC Research, and honestly, I just got pissed off. Because I'm so sick of this piece of human garbage in the White House. That was a clip from the Dan Bongino Show. You can watch the full show. We recommend. All right. So uh, your thoughts, Bianchi? So uh, stealing valor. Well, it's a shame that Joe Biden can get away with the lies and talking about history that he does get away with. And I don't understand why come you don't have more of the black activists and so on coming out criticizing him. Like they say, DeSantis is trying to stop and do away with black history. Well, that there is history that Joe Biden is talking about, and he's turned them all into lies. So, uh, Adrian, let me ask you, because you work within the liberty movement, are you getting many black people there uh, trying to get involved? Are they asking questions, or are they diehard Brandon voters for life? Well, something that I've been talking to some organizations and groups about is the need to go out specifically into those communities and start interacting more with the youth because we need more black conservative and libertarian students and I think that a lot of students sort of don't know what they are you'll sometimes have as a liberal but when you start talking to them they don't really sound like a liberal and well, what was that one school that last month they announced that 42 percent of their of their whole college identifies as trans I don't believe that. Yikes. What college is that? I don't remember. It might have been Marshall or some some college. I don't remember. Yeah, I hadn't heard about that, but like Back to your point, the 
the movement needs to go to those areas and start talking more to our black youth. I think it's very important and very important to also take the message of black business to Mm. communities because that's what's going to help lift people out of poverty at the end of the day. It's more businesses. And people actually owning their own business. Well, I, 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 I was hoping Tim Scott would have been more of a formidable candidate for the Republican Party, just because I, I want to see Brandon or Governor Grusom or Michael Robinson Obama, who, who's a very nice lady, um, just one of them to go after. Uh, like, like I, I was kind of hoping that they would call Tim Scott a racist or a race traitor while on a on a mainstream media debate. I just want to see them try and and do that, like like when they tried to say Governor Grusom tried to say that Larry Elder is the head of the KKK. I, I want to see something like that, just 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 so it proves a point. Sorry, it got quiet in here. You know, we're also reaching a point where the word racist almost holds no weight now. You know, people don't really take it seriously anymore because it's been so politicized and overused Mm -hmm. and just a way of completely negating anyone's whole message or point by just deflecting and calling them a racist, accusing them of being a racist. So, uh, Bianchi, we have to uh, initiate uh, our, our new co-host here, Adrian. She has to uh, she has to watch an episode of Broccoli Man. Well, bring it on. Make a watch, too. Okay, maybe I'll do that. Have you seen a Broccoli Man yet, Adrian? I haven't yet, no. I was listening to some of the shows, the former ones. Okay. All right, so what we do... What we do here is I give you a link to the latest episode, and I'll send it again. I think I gave it to you earlier. And then uh, I I count down... uh, you place your we both place this on mute and uh it, it the audio comes through the the radio and so we watch it in real time so our studio audience gets to listen so when you have the All phone right. tune up let me know don't play it yet and I'll count down and we'll we'll play it together 
All right. I have it pulled up on the rumble.com. Just let me know when you want me to mute the phone. Yes. Um, yeah, just mute your, mute your, uh, your rumble when it comes up. So I'll, I'll count down. Well, if, if you're not on mute now, you won't be able to mute it until it plays a second. So, uh, this one is called brand new variant. If you want to watch broccoli, man, go to rumble.com and, uh, click on broccoli, man, please subscribe. Uh, where we are very low in subscribers, and I want everybody to know when we post a new video every week. So this one is called Brand New Variant. It features the wiretap. So uh, I'll count down. Three, two, one, action. Hold it right there, green dude. You are hereby ordered to stop what you are doing and take a curve. It's test with me today, sir. There is a curve. It's variant out there, sir. Why you busy stone cold children in these mean streets without a bloody scam on that face? No, thank you. I am immune to that variant. I do not own a smell of vision. I do not comply. Sir, this new strain is the worstest one ever. G-Lobalness made all of us and his crime syndicate get two gene therapies for it. After the first one I had blood clots. After the second dose, an hour later I caught a heart attack. That heart attack was from getting COVID, sir. I was in the hospital for nine days. You are really that messed up in the head to not know why you almost died? Both times you took the gene therapies, you had serious health issues right away. The doctor said it could have been anything. He said I may have been exercising too hard. Or because I was watching the Tucker Carlson and Trump interview on X formerly Twitter. It could have been anything except the gene therapies. The gene therapies are the most safest and the most effectivest things to ever put in your body. You can believe that because G. Lobalist owns the gene therapy company. But G. Lobalist said he will never inject himself with the COVID gene therapy. That is correct, sir. He said he needs to save the gene therapies for people like us that need it. Right. Keep believing that. Look you buy a snitch. It was purely a coincidence that I had a heart attack and blood clots after receiving those gene therapies. Lot of people get heart attacks as a mere coincidence after getting these outstanding life-saving gene therapies. I do not know what you are insinuating, sir. It would have been much worse if I did not get the gene therapies, sir. Perhaps after I inspect your kumquats and your ice cream cone it will not be so funny, sir. Now you peel off those garments right now. I need to check your person for any meat or dairy products inside your person. We are easing banning those items within the next six years in this city, sir. Don't you worry. 
I will be grilling my grass-fed steaks and enjoying my organic ice cream while on my rumble videos. We do not care. Now you look here something but care. How about you say that right to G-Lobalist's face? Let's get into my 1993 Geo Metro and get drive up to his lair right this instant. We can listen to the Thompson Twins hit song Hold Me Now and hold hands while we walk up the stairs to see G-Lobalist. Please remember sir. He does not look at 99% S like you unless you are wearing a bloody scam on that face. Yeah, that's gonna be a no way, dog. Yeah, that's gonna be a yes way, dog. I will even provide you my 2024 Michael Robinson Obama for President's cam to wear on that face. Look, I am busy working. We have to get this fentanyl off the streets and get these children away from these child traffickers. Now sir I am very worried about your well-being. I do not want G-Globalist to detonate a direct energy weapon and start a fire around your neighborhood like what happened in Lahaina, Hawaii. If you make G-Globalist upset, your home might be the one that is 1% S my target. I am just saying that when the 1% make a demand on you, you must you must obey at all costs or we destroy you seven ways from Sunday. Do you understand our treat or you sir? We do not take these things very lightly, sir. I am not sure why your crime syndicate had to do all that to those people in Hawaii. It is very easy green dude. Those 99% dolts refused to give us back our land. We offered them up to 30% of the fair market value. They refused to play ball. So we set up some electric poles to be almost shot down. When the wind came in, we came right through with a laser blast right at the power line that fell down and started a fire. Then we directed all the water be shut off, no emergency sirens, and we even put the police out there on those streets to block those nincompoops and utter fools from trying to leave the island. There's something duck as dumb did you really did get fried up just like chicken wings at Popeyes. Now the governor said he is going to confiscate the lands for us so we can buy at the rate we originally intended to purchase with. We play for keeps around this buyer's niche, sir. What makes you think you can get away with this? Because, sir, those dolts and bedwetters will vote Democrat no matter what. That is why Brandon had no comment and went down there to tell them fools some jokes. Those lemmings and train seals do not care what we do to them. We can put them in the FEMA camps, and they will still vote Democrat. Even though FEMA camps do not exist. I think the average person in America wants Trump to come back as president. Maybe so green dude. Maybe so. But Trump will be arrested and so will anyone that we believe could win an elections against whatever Democrat operative we put out there. Did you not see Trump's mugshot, sir? Yes, of course. That is why everyone knows this is a sham and knows this is just election interference. This is highly illegal. You know what, sir? No one bloody cares. All we have to do is create another mass event to cause havoc and round up all you near do well say you do not join a crime syndicate. Ain't it funky, brother? No. No means no. 
Yes. Yes means yes. I'll take you on a sky ride. I'm feeling like I'm spellbound. The sunshine is lady. Who rocks you like a baby? She says, hello, hello, you fool, you fool, I love you, I love you. Simon join the joyride. Join the joyride. Ow. Okay everyone. You need to understand what these globalists are trying to do to us. They want a prison planet and kill off 99% of the public so they can rule Earth with an iron fist. Never ever comply. Check out the Proof Negative radio show. He is on weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. That is 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Proof has on great guests, excellent co-hosts, and all the news you need to know about. Do not end up in a FEMA camp. Listen to Proof Negative at freedomizerradio.com during the week at night and click on Listen Live. Also, check out the schedule to see the other great shows on the network. Freedomizerradio.com You shall do no such thing. What everyone needs to be doing is getting your Lysnaka Freedom microchips, getting your latest Kovac gene therapies, and wallowing in your swill just cure 99% numbskulls and scallywags always do. You must never ever show your face around a 1% and for the love of Michael Robinson or Obama, you need to put a bloody scam on that face. Michael Robinson or Obama, he is a nice lady. Is that why the Obama's personal chef mysteriously died while paddleboarding with Barry? And his clothes were not found on his person? And Barry had cuts and bandages all over his hands. There you go again green dude. You keep stepping in it. When a problem comes around, you must zip it. Zip it good. We do not want anyone looking into this or any of Hunter's business dealings in the Ukraine. It is more important to arrest Trump for stating there were errors in the vote counts and a minion would counting errors. But that is on record as being true though. The difference is sir, he was not supposed to say that out loud. Like I said you never ever go against what does 1% globalists demand. Now let me get an anal swab from you right this instant so I can check that buttocks for anything that constitutes as global warming. Bruh. Wow, I left you guys speechless. The Indian, the you should listen to Freedomizer because <laughs> so you won't end up in a FEMA camp. That was so funny. <laughs> so yeah, there's hundreds of episodes. Yeah, Pianchi's here. He, he's yeah, familiar with Broccoli a, Man. He's a regular. You should get an Oscar on Broccoli Man, man. I should do what? You should receive an Oscar award on for Broccoli Man. Oh. 
Yeah, Oscar, Emmy, uh, I don't know if they do online uh, social media awards. I was thinking about trying to do a, 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 a film, like an hour and a half film with Broccoli Man, but uh, I don't know if I have enough uh, to work with here. So, uh, Adrian, I use normal.com, N-A-W-M-A-L, and uh, I have to use their pre-made stuff. So, the characters are all pre-made. I don't get to differentiate. I can pick the character, but I can't choose their clothing or or any props in the background. Mammal. M A W M A L N A N A W M A L normal. Okay, I thought that was an M there. I think I might take Bianchi up on that. I'll show you a second episode just because it's your first time in here watching us. Yeah, sure. Another one. So I want to show you the millennials. All right. I've got it pulled up. These broccoli these man millennials like their microchips. Yeah, so... The millennials, they go to Southern Hampshire Institute in Technology. So they really like their school, SHIT. These are about as liberal as you'll find. So let me, uh, let me just get set up here. All right, so I am ready. If you're ready, I'll go ahead and count down. Yeah, I'm ready. I've got it pulled up. All right. So I'll count down. So three, two, one, action. Hey, did you hear Francisco just died suddenly? I know. What happened? He got his gene therapy shot on Friday. Then Saturday night he said he had chest pains. He went to the hospital and they found blood clots. Then he had a heart attack on Sunday and died. The doctors said it could have been anything that caused him to die. Well, they said it could have been anything. Anything but the gene therapy. That's right. It was definitely not the gene therapy. But they said anything could have caused it. It could have been the fresh air. It could have been this male privilege. It could even have been global warming. But it definitely was not his COVID shot. Well, that serves him right for beating a cisgendered male. Hems was not even black. Did you see in the news? Governor Grusin said it is unfair for black peoples to get in trouble for child support. Hems said if the mother of the child is not black and the father is black, that the father now does not have to pay child support. He said too many of us something duckheads are in trouble for not paying child support. That's very fair. Making black people pay child support is racist. I got three baby mamas with four kids. Then I got two more women's pregnant when I was in the women's jail. Now I don't have to pay to anyone for it. 
now I can keeps my fat stacks. If anyone says anything I can say look something ducker. I'm black. That's why we need to vote Democrat in 2024. We need to make sure we get as many people as we can to not vote for Trump. I wish you could finally help me get pregnant. I have been trying to get pregnant for years. Oh dear. My eyes make a freed and microchip went off. We have to get our newest gene therapies again. We have five days to get the latest version or our chips will shut off. At least Southern Hampshire Institute in Technology is still forcing us to wear scams in class and get our gene therapies when our chips go off. I just got my notice about the gene therapy too. I just got my notice too. If you want we can go to China Mart on the way home. I need to steal a few things at China Mart anyway. I need my four finger discount. I am so happy that Governor Gruesome lets us steal up to a thousand dollars at a time. Since I'm white I'll stand in line and buy some stuffs. It is the coolest thing that I can use my wrist and pay for it by scanning my wrist. Oh no, it's that Green Jones again. It's that something ducker for real. I wonder what racist Aish he will say today. I need to punch him in him's bald sack. I hate Trump supporters so much. These fools think we should not have the freedom to have communism. Thems are too old to know how great communism is is to save the planet from global warming and white privilege. Hey Green Jones. Why are you voting for racists and not for Brandon or Michael Robertson Obama? That's right. Michael Robinson Obama is a very nice lady. Haven't you seen where Brandon wants to remove all your home appliances? He wants to ban gas stoves, air conditioners, refrigerators, furnaces, and microwaves. Well that is to stop global warming you dumbass. They even announced they want to ban indoor bathrooms and running toilets and sinks. If that is what we have to do to not have Trump in office, then it is a trade I am willing to have. There are peoples in Africa that do not have running toilets or houses. Why is it fair for us to have these things but not my African peoples? Stop showing your white privilege. I bet he took the 19 freeway to get here today. That is the most racist street in our state. Oh my gosh. A street can be racist? This I want to hear. How can a street be racist? Wow, you really do things like a Republican. The freeway does not go through any ghettos in the city. It goes from one rich area to another. Then on the other side it connects to empty land and another rich people's area. We get sus tibans for being black. I am still smart enough to live in the project because I am black and I vote Democrat. You are such a stupid Republican that you never once warned this scam and I bet you never once got a gene therapy. Yeah. Scams save lives. Even if CNN says scams do not work, we are Democrats so we have proven them to work. Do you even know what is in the shots? We do not care. We don't need to know what is in the gene therapy. Doctors made it. Doctors give it to us. None of us here are doctors so they know more than us. That's right. Bill Gates is the best doctor we have. You should research about how the mRNA gene therapy can manipulate your body and mind once it gets put in your body. You guys should be able to research what quantum dot technology combined with the 5G network. How dare you call me guys? I'm a sim slash sis. 
I get a stipend every month for beezing black and also one for beezing a trans outlaw. And I'm a travesty. I also get a stipend. We vote Democrat in wears pants and face shields. These gene therapies and these freedom microchips we have are helping us live. Quantum dots from getting your mRNA gene therapy. It can control everything you do and anything you will think. It is basically gives some other person or agency the ability to control you. You combine that with your microchip and when the CBDCs are fully operational, you will be controlled both physically and mentally whenever these technocrats need to control you. That would never happen. If it did, it would be on the news. Who do you think puts the news on your smell visions You just proved how much you hate us trans people by not getting your gene therapies. I don't care what is in these gene therapies. I will never respect anyone that supports Trump. Yeah, we do not need to have running toilets anymore. Governor Gruesome legalized us to pee and crap outside anywhere we want. Wow. I can't believe you think that is a positive freedom. Then you should stop thinking like a dumb Trump supporter. Please explain how being a Trump supporter has anything to do with wanting to use the restroom using an actual toilet and not drop my pants in the middle of a street and just pee or crap wherever I am. Who said we need to still wear clothes? They will force us to not wear any clothes and live in 50 minute cities. Class Schwab and Evil O'Hare Larry said they don't know it, they will force us to be as naked or wear a uniform. In order to protect against climate change, we must all wear the same clothing. Or we must all be zigzagged. But either way we will be able to pee on the street. Right now the only time I can show my junk is if there is children around. And I am doing a bright parade or a drag queen story time. It is not fair that I cannot whip out my junk right now or any other time. We want to show our junks whenever we want when we finally get our trans rights. It is very progressive and liberal to be as allowed to have someone grab my exposed junk whenever we want. If Governor Grissom visas president, he will make sure it is not a crime for someone with AIDS to have sexual relations with someone that does not have AIDS and to not tell them. That is so loving and liberal of him. Don't worry, Trump is finna visas arrested all over the place. Hems been had 592 years in prison for all of Hems crimes. Please tell us what crimes he actually committed. You sure are dumb. He committed so many crimes everyone knows that they are. Then if did this many crimes, then just tell us something he did. Hey you dumb Republican Trump supporter. If you are that stupid and don't know what crimes he committed then just Google it. If you know what he did, then you can't just say it. We don't have to play your games. Fake news said he will absolutely be guilty of so many crimes, they will not even let him out of his cell when he dies. They will keep his bones and his soul in there rotting for every one of those 592 years. You realize this witch hunt on Trump is against our constitution, right? Who gives a beep about the constitution? This is about arresting Trump and putting everyone who does not support the Democrat party 100% in FEMA camps. Even though FEMA camps do not exist. Hey everyone. These radical leftists are pure commies. That's the most right thing you ever said in your life. Anyway, we need to put an end to this dictatorship right now. If we do not stop it, we will become overrun by AI and the mark of the beast. Satan is on our doorstep. We know from the Bible that there will be tribulations and for a short time Satan will rule the earth.
we need to take back our earth before we go down this road of chaos and destruction. Get educated. Listen to the Proof Negative radio show. He is on weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. That is 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. He has on great guests, excellent co-hosts, and a ton of news that you need to be aware of. Go to freedomizerradio.com and click on Listen Live. There are other great shows on Freedomizer Radio also. Just check out the schedule on freedomizerradio.com. All you Republicans need to stop listening to Alex Jones, Tucker Carlson, and Proof Negative. We have to realize we are the 99% and we will nothing and we will eat the bugs. We need to save the Earth from global warming. So we have to let the 1% of the 1% owns everything. Everyone should know by now if you do not vote Democrat you ain't black. And if you don't let me to show the kids my junk and let them touch my junk, it's because you hate trans peoples. Alright, so that was that was an episode. He's going to be nominated Robert man, for president. He'll be nominating oh, Broccoli what? Man for president. Yeah, Broccoli Man for president. So, I, I know the millennials aren't the wiretap, but hopefully you, you understand what Mr. Broccoli's doing these days. He's spreading the good news about liberty. Yes. So what are some of your big issues that you're following right now, uh, Adrian? Well, the things that happened in Hawaii, that was pretty strange. Oh, they are. You know what's really strange about that? That is the first catastrophe in the social media era where they're not creating those little circles saying, uh, I stand with Hawaii. Nope, they don't want anybody standing with Hawaii. I've never seen that before. Have you noticed that? That is actually a really good point. Proof, I hadn't really thought about that, but that is a good point. And this specifically is just, too ironic for me to believe that these fires were natural, not only because of the photos I've seen circulating where buildings are like completely fine and the areas Hawaii had what I saw from a friend's post. These plans for smart city development. Mm-hmm. So that was very interesting that it just kind of burns and then there's these plans for them to create a smart city area in Hawaii. Well, the goal was, of course, to to take that land over and, and give it to the 
uh, give it to the 1%. City topic is very interesting because it involves everyone. No one is immune from it. And our taxes, our property taxes, are being used to fund these fraudulent development plans that are pushed by city councils. And every city has their, likely has their own local plan for smart city development. But specifically, something I think would be helpful to obtain is something called the Legislative Guidebook on Smart Growth. Smart Growth, a legislative guidebook. It's pretty much... I mean, what the title is, it's a guidebook on smart growth. That's what mm-hmm. they call this, the smart cities, smart growth. Yeah, isn't that something that smart growth means no growth? Prison. They also call it growing so, uh, smart. So Growing so you're are you close growth. enough to Miami that that your city would be participating in that? Um, I'm a few hours north of Miami right now. I'm interested in going down there, talking to some people, seeing if they know about it. That may be a good social experiment, honestly, to go out down there and just walk up to people, ask them, "Have you heard that?" meat and dairy could become illegal in this city and just kind of see what the public has to say about that. You know what's going to be hilarious? Is that you have uh, most of the public in these 14 cities, they are... Uh, the average person has no clue. Even in 2029, these people still won't believe that that they're about to have all that stuff cut off in their city. And I'm I'm interested in learning more about. I read the article that you shared. I shared it with some of my friends, one of my friends over in Seattle, and she hadn't heard anything about it. I'm interested in seeing how many people actually have heard things about this. Who would even support that? You know, there's going to be a few, few of those people. I think it should be illegal for you to enjoy some beef jerky, some chicken nuggets. But for the most part, I think that if people got out and started talking to people that aren't aware of this, they'd be very surprised. I, 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 I don't know if people would even believe you if you're telling them that. Because they're going to say, what, do you think they're going to close down all these big GMOs in this city? Well, I'd like to know how far along it is in those cities, where the process is, more about that that you sent me, about the 14 cities. 
because there's 40 cities across the world. So uh, London is one. There's uh, like Amsterdam, Paris. A lot of the major world cities are, are doing it. And so I read the article, but is the policy, I want to see the bill, the local ordinance, the bill. I want to know if it's a, if it, is it a local ordinance? Is it a bill that's already been? I, I don't think it's a bill. I think that, that these cities just signed on to it at the, at the climate change conference. It wasn't voted on. Well, it was voted on, but uh, behind closed doors. They took 15 of the most liberal mayors and, and just had them sign it. So I had just like Austin and Houston in Texas, where uh, they signed up to be these C40 cities. I don't know if the governor has the right to say, no, we're, we're not doing it. Just like I don't know if the governor in my in Florida at the time will tell uh, Miami that you're not allowed to participate. I'm just interested in seeing the writing of the bill, how that's going to be enforced. I mean, are we going to have? Like I said, it's not it's not a bill that was written. It was uh, it was just something the mayor signed on. Uh, at a climate summit. It wasn't anything anybody voted on. That seems to be the case with a lot of these things. The Wildlands Project was a soft, like this Agenda 21 stuff was a soft law. Didn't need to be ratified because, by you know, Congress. Who in their right mind would, would sign a bill that says you're only allowed to buy three, three clothings a, a, a year? I mean, who would sign off that all the residents in their city would would have to be a vegan? (laughs) They'd be run out of town. Uh, Because even if somebody is a vegan, uh, I I don't think veganism is more than 5% in any city in America. And so you're not going to be able to tell the 95% of the public what they can and can't eat without there being some kind of, of uprising. So they'll keep it hidden. They don't want people to know. The only way to get the word out about it is you're going to have to set up boots at places and, and just go around and literally tell every person you know and get people to share it. Because our Facebook friends, they're not going to share it. They're either too scared or don't realize the importance that you sharing something. And I go through this a lot with everything that I, that I share. People say, well, my friends don't want to hear it. But if you have 1,192 friends, 3% of, of your friends will see it. And out of that, some of them will share it. And then some of their friends will share it. So, yeah, you might only get like 14 shares, but those 14 people that share it will reach out to people that that have never seen it before, and they will research. 
people don't understand that. Or they're, they're worried that, well, I don't want to post anything political because my liberal friends might get mad at me. Well, that's exactly why we're at where we're at, because you're too scared to, to for anybody to see your shadow. Yeah, people are scared to have a conversation. Me, God, I, I'm, I liken myself to that rapper that had one hit in the, in the 2000s uh, called Bone Crusher with I Ain't Never Scared. I'll post stuff. If you get mad, you get mad. I'm not going to censor myself just because somebody might get offended. Well, I think that this is kind of where they want us as a country, unable to have conversations, the left and the right being further polarized, radicalized, to where you do kind of even see some racism on both sides, you know, from the left and the Mm -hmm. right. It's a very divided political climate, and I think it's intentional to – you know, stop conversation just like they want to stop free speech with the transgender topics and the censoring on public universities in the United States. It's all about controlling language. And, you know, I I believe something I heard from one of my friends that we a couple of years ago, it stuck with me that we have to reclaim our language back because these people have hijacked the environmental movement. They have called us extremists. Mm -hmm. And one of my friends, she said, the people that are advocating for forced vaccinations, they're calling us extremists, but they're extreme. And we need to call them what they are. They're vaccine extremists. And we need to reclaim our language. See, the thing is, is that us, we we think more libertarian-minded, where we don't care what you do. We just want to be left alone. Them, it's not good enough that they have their own freedom. They they want you to live exactly like them, or you're not worthwhile. Yeah, and and we well, let them do it. Point. That's a good point to take. But they just don't want to keep to themselves. They want to they want to stray over into your rights and liberties and change them. Case in point, gun control. Case in point, all these different federal agencies that enact rules as if they're laws that govern your life. None of their rules were voted on by Congress. And the rules that we have shown deny you your liberty. That gets into the whole reality. We we don't care how many gene therapies they get. They they can go every single day and get a, a booster. We don't care. But stop telling us to do it. 
Well, you you're right. They can kill all the babies they want to, but follow the direct the uh, the regulations of the state, not the federal government's decision. It shouldn't be a federal law that imposes upon all the nation because you may have some people that don't want to live in a state where that type of activity is going on. And they got a right not to live there. They can move if they so desire. The courts and Congress has overstepped their bounds. Way beyond their bounds. It's just like with this thing that's going on with Trump, with these uh, electors. Popular vote does not elect president. It's the state electors that elect president. And the question that I ask, do a state elector have to follow the popular vote of a state? And it's kind of questionable because we see all the fraud that's going on in producing that popular vote. And where do the elector's certification come from? Does it come from the legislature or does it come from the the secretary of state? And in many cases, you ended up with two sets of elector ballots. Mm -hmm. And when Mike Pence received them, I think what should have been done was to say, hey, state of Pennsylvania, hey, state of Michigan, we got two sets of elector ballots here. And we don't know which one to use. So why don't you take them back, work them out amongst your legislators, and then get this stuff straightened out. Seemingly, that's the way it should have been done. That falls under the controversy between the states. Seemingly to me, anyway. But how many people know that proof? They only go by the slanted, biased reporting that's showing up in your mainstream news media, whether it's MSNBC or Associated Press or whoever. Everybody quiet. No, I know. It's We're just letting you talk. Well, Adrian, uh yeah, well, go know, ahead and join in. Yeah, Adrian, those things that uh I don't know if you're familiar with those procedures, but uh, the information is out there and and uh, people too often times listen to the Reports from pundits on these news agencies, and uh, they don't understand. They they go with what they think is right and wrong, but it's right and wrong is subjective. It's the law. So they want to lock up Trump, saying he was trying to overthrow the election, trying to get Mike Pence to overthrow the election. I don't even think Mike Pence knew what he was supposed to do. I really don't. I don't think so either. And Joanne and I have talked about this for three and a half years now, it seems like. Two and a half years. 
where all he had to do was say, all right, we're going to take this 10 days and we're just going to verify the, uh, the election results. And whatever the outcome is after 10 days, we're going to certify that. He could have just done that as vice president and nobody, nobody would have complained. That's all he had to do was call in those. Even if, even if they came back and said those votes were, were legitimate and Brandon really won, then uh, everybody would have lived with that. But instead they had to play this game and, and create one of the biggest frauds in, uh, in U.S. history. And, and, yeah, Pence had to become right. the the Trump of the the uh, not the Trump but the Chump C H U M P. He had to be the Chump of the decade. Yeah, see, you're one of a few <laughs> in the country that knows how it works. Everybody else is going by the emotional bias information that they receive from these news sources. And you know the, I just and, can't and believe how many fools there are out there, Pianchi. I can't believe how many fools there are that would vote for Pence over Trump. Yeah, unless well, they just Pence hated Donald Trump, because that was some bad vice president moves, bad friend moves that went on there. Started off with Texas, I think. Texas was suing uh, Pennsylvania. And then everybody wanted to take bad ballots to the courts, and all they was doing was counting bad ballots, bad ballots. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was another thing was going on. The courts were not, go- yeah, was not were, going to decide. You're right. Just to clarify, they they were they just recounted bad ballots instead of saying these ballots are fraud. They they said, oh, it, yeah. it's a ballot. We'll count it. Absolutely. And the courts was not going to decide the election. I mean, they got the they tits in the ring of mm-hmm. back in 2000 with the Gore and Bush thing. So, and they weren't. The, the onus was on the state legislature. They were supposed to do it. And then, too, I wonder, if who's, supposed to turn, who's supposed to certify the ballots at the state level? Is it the Secretary of State? Or is it the state legislature itself? I'm saying it's the state legislature itself because the secretary of state have formed a clan, a secretary of state association or something of that description. And, hey, you can't even trust them nowadays. So it's a big mess. Now they want to try to put people in jail. You got shady people that's heading committees like the January 6th committee. You got people that's heading that committee that's got a shady background. And like I said before, when you listen to the monologue of all of the complaints that was being leveled by Democrats in 2000, 2002, 2004, all the way up to Obama, saying that the election was fraud. Democrat after Democrat. The election was fraud. The election was right. fraud. Maxine Waters. The election. Well, why come nobody uh, indicted them for trying to overturn the election? Yeah, no answer. So it's 
you're right. Bruce is no answer because people can't fathom what's being what's going on. And that's the shame part. And all that begins back at day one when you first took your child to school and the miseducation began. And then you, the parent, have no clue because you came up under the same miseducation system. So now your child is miseducated, and when they become an adult, the actions that they carry out, the behavior that they carry out, is detrimental to a sound and liberty country and government. And everything's all in a disarray. You can't let the schools, you can't let the government educate your kids. You can't let some popular entertainer or rap star, rap performer, entertain your kids. And that's what's been going on. Educate your yeah, kids, I mean, not entertain. Yeah, people out of the schools, the public indoctrination camp. Well, that's why come, you know, and Trump was for it, and you got – and many of they want school choice where parents can put their child where they think is best and the money, the money follows the child. Even marginal families should have, no matter if you're marginal or if you're rich, those are your dollars and you should be able to use them how you best see fit. Yeah. But no, they don't want that because when you do that, you start taking kids out of these schools, you start tearing down one of the main stays of the Democratic Party, and that's the teachers' unions. Well, that's a good point. You tear down their main stays, their support base, just like they do yours. They lock yours up. It is crazy to see how angry people get about school vouchers, you know. I try to help when I can with different efforts like that and just how mad people get when you are, when you get somebody on the phone that doesn't really understand them, you know. They think, they really do think that they're going to destroy public schools. And, I mean, so what if they did to people like us, but... You know, they really do think that, and I don't think it would be as devastating as they act like it would be, but they get very reactive. Well, whether it's devastating or not, you should not be obligated to keep your child in an environment that devastates them. See, I often say that no matter if a, if a child is coming from a dirt poor background, but if that family is functional and tries to do what it can do to make sure that its child can perform and ultimately become a citizen of this country and understand what irresponsible civil duties are to the nation. But you don't have that going on. And these entities... These schools, these teachers' unions, their teachers get paid no matter if the child can be tested to see whether or not they are performing at grade level or not. Many of them don't perform at grade level, but they still get paid. And they take their pay and they pay teachers' uh, dues to the teachers' union. 
in any big city, you got a president of that teacher union, and I can guarantee you that they're making over two two hundred fifty thousand a year. And then they use their power to persuade your state legislatures not to go along with school choice and threaten them, threaten to run somebody against them. And we know what the ambition is of state representatives. Their ambition is to someday make it to the big house. So that's the way it is. You know, you got an organization that's pro-liberty, and they talk to candidates and say, will you support our efforts, our proposals? Oh, yeah, I will. I will. Well, as soon as you ask them that question, the next question that you should ask them, would they support overriding a governor's veto? They won't do that. They'll support a bill knowing damn well the governor's going to veto it, but they will not attend a veto session to override that veto. Many don't. And that's the question that's never asked in your determination of whether you support this person at the polls. So you got to be able to go go the total distance. You can't go halfway. You got to be able to go the complete mile, not a half a mile. Because we're getting our clocks cleaned. We're getting beat over in the head. And nobody says anything. Just like this black man that shot them four in that town, four whites in that town. Where is the outcry? Where is the marching? Where is the threats of lawsuits? No, all that, uh, the lawsuits only depend now on uh, if you're part of the Democrat Party or not. I mean, it don't make any sense, man. It's just like, I don't know what the weapon that they use in order to extract this type of behavior out of people. Proof of that, whatever it is, it needs to be weaponized and put on the head of a missile. (laughs) It works. It paralyzes everyone. Yeah, it's it's like the Democrats can come out and say, "Hey, if you if you don't go with us on this bill, then I'm going to go on national TV and call you a racist." Oh no, don't do that. Uh, I I'll do it. Just don't call me a racist. Okay, racist. I won't call you a racist on TV. You are absolutely right. That is just about what it is. It's just like the game Green Light, Red Light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when you holler Green Light, people go, rather than hollering Red Light, holler racist, and people stop. <laughs> like, it, like it still has meaning. But, they, these, but that, that's how it is. The, the Republicans, they're, they're just so scared of of their own shadow and you do have Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Green and Jim Jordan and a few others but as a whole they, they they should have been done have impeached Brandon already but they they can't still today they can't get the votes for that 
You damn right they should have impeached him. He should have been impeached a long time ago. The first thing coming out the box, the next day after the door is open, that should have been the topic of conversation, and it should have been put. He should have been impeached at least three times by now. And it's not because he's a Democrat, but be, because of the corruption. I don't care what political party. If our political team lost fair and square, that that's fine. Just run the country w- without these these huge corrupt activities going on. And all these things that's coming forth, look at the emails where he's been using anonymous, similar names. I mean, he's got a name for damn near every person he deals with, a false name. Yeah. Well, Joe, if you're not doing something wrong, why you got to have all these pseudonyms? Why you got to have a name for practically for every country that you deal with in every department of the government? personnel that you deal with in that country. Why do you got to have a separate name? I couldn't just use Joe Biden. Because he's a crook and he's doing things that's wrong, that's illegal, that's criminal. And nobody says nothing. And yes, then but it's more important, media, though, that, that Trump questioned the uh, the voting machines in Georgia. That That's more important. Or, or that Trump said that that lady that's suing him for rape that that didn't that he didn't rape her uh, that uh, because he said that she's not her type that he could sue her for defamation of character for for five million and, and that's okay because that that's against Trump. The oh, news ahead, media is the biggest. Wait, I'm gonna tell you, the news media is the biggest systemic, and we know how that word's been used. But if you're gonna use that yes, word, but I also to know too it. that it, uh, historically, through all these countries, the news media after the the fall of the country and the the government goes communist, the journalists are the first ones to go. They're the first one they put up against the wall. You're absolutely right. They're the first one they cut the electric switch on and start busting yeah, up the equipment. They already, the they already media, they're, they're, used, they're used up. Yeah. The news media, Adrian, is the biggest systemic racist organizations that there are. All you have to do is just pay attention to what they write. Just listen. Just listen to them. Read it. And you will become you will come to that determination yourself. They bias, they leave out, they slant it. Like I told you about the man that shot the white four whites. You don't hear nothing about that. You don't hear anything about that. But let a white police officer shoot a black. Oh baby. Race cars will be flying all through the air. When you come outside your house you have to have a hard hat on to prevent from getting hit in the skull. So, Adrian, what do you think about when Trump gets in office now? He says that he has no choice. He has to arrest everybody that he was being lenient on in the first term. Hmm. Does that include the celebrities that you let out of jail? Uh, No, I'm talking about, like, uh, the people that in, in the FBI, the Brandon... Uh, of course, a certain 
former female presidential candidate that ran as a Democrat in 2016, whose name we're, we're not allowed to mention. Listen to Glenn Beck this morning when he interviewed Trump. I, I I do think that if he can make good on his promise, that 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 might alone get two or three percent more people because they they will believe that that Trump is going to go after the deep state a lot harder than he did the first time. It's at that point well, for him I mean, where if he does not go after them, then they'll go after him. You know, I well, heard one. I, oh, Adrian, you can go I, first. Go ahead, Adrian. I've never really been a super hard Trump fan, but I've never been a Trump hater necessarily either. I mean, I had my concerns on both sides. I didn't vote. I don't even think I voted in that election. Um, I think I was out of town, but, you know, I just wonder how much of this is a smokescreen and is just political theater. So I kind of just watch a little bit more. I'm still kind of looking because we know they do false flags and a lot of things for political theater. And I just personally, I just wonder how much of it is that. Well, I don't know what you use as a determinative for who you're voting for, but I can say for this, it should be based on the policies, and the policies is good for America. It has nothing to do with the hairstyle. It has nothing to do with their locker room antics. It should be based on what's good for America. Right, exactly. Beyonce, and we we have a we have a good enough sample size now, where you could say, what was what was better for you and your pocket? Was it the first three years of Brandon or the first three years of Trump? And you can make that determination right now. You're absolutely right. You can. Adrian, on, for Trump's first three years, I experienced a dollar sixty-five, dollar seventy cents a gallon gasoline. That alone is a lot because it's doubled at two and a half times that now. But you know what got me when uh, I remember when Trump had a State of the Union address, when he said uh, that black unemployment is the lowest number in recorded history. And Democrats booed that man. Not only did they boo him, but you had some Democrats said that black unemployment was a lot less during slavery <laughs> than at that yeah, time. Yeah, so they're comparing now, the what low unemployment you, rate to slavery. Yeah. Now, what do you think about some idiots like that? The tariffs that he put on foreign imports in order to protect domestic-made goods being produced where you put Americans back to work. I mean, that's there alone. And look at the energy policy. The goal from a net 
other words, a niche. That is, when you have satisfied all your needs, then you have enough to export to other countries and thus by produce more revenue. Yeah, instead, instead we become one of the biggest importers. And, uh, and our well is dry. We have no backup. We have no reserves anymore. Joe Biden has Something a policy where the he gas supply, we're just screwed. Yeah. You know, I'm wondering then he has about a... the HHO generators. I don't know if you guys have heard about those. About what? I don't know much about them. HHO generators, somebody from Czechoslovakia, that's one of those words that I have to say really quickly or I'm going to mess it up. <laughs> um, Czechoslovakia, that's like a mouthful. He was talking to me about HHO generators a couple years back, and I think the idea of it is that it's more what comes from water, in a sense, that it's well, like split all water. Those things are, all those things are theories. There should be nothing done to harm the petroleum industry in the United States. Nothing. If it's going well, to be competition, let that competition let the competition fund itself. Look at the millions and millions of people, not only those that's presently working in the industry, from upstream to downstream. Upstream is where you have the companies pulling out of the ground and processing. Downstream is when you walk into your O'Reilly's or AutoZone and buy a can of oil off the shelf from the top to the bottom. You got Americans that's dependent on that. And more so, you have Americans who have worked that industry for 20, 30, and 40 years and now retired and depends on a pension in order to live in that in, from that industry. So why would they want to kill it? the way he's been trying to do. Well, it's because China's buying it. That's why. They need to save it for China. Yeah, you got to first of all, we're, we're, we're holding years. off our oil for China so that we could buy it from from Venezuela. Yeah, you got a person that's worked in the in the industry for 40 years, Adrian, is retired. they too old to go out and start a new career. Oh, yeah. And I, should the, I think the electric cars are not the solution. They're more of a thing for control. Um, I think that the oil and gas industry is very profitable, and that probably is why other solutions aside from electric cars because I'm very much against them um, because they're not sustainable at all. I think that there are other solutions that just haven't came about because of the money that the oil and the gas industries bring in, you know? You know, in Louisiana, ExxonMobil contributes a lot, millions and millions of dollars 
in philanthropic causes, charitable causes, and toward the education of children in the state of Louisiana. And I would imagine the same goes on in Texas and so on. And that's something. You know, another thing, the overreach of the federal government. The federal government owning lands. The federal government that control your exploration and drilling of natural resources within your state. They're not supposed to be doing that. There's nothing in the Constitution say they're supposed to own those lands other than what's spelled out, ports, magazines, and forts, and maybe one or two other things. That's it. And why states, the, the, those fees that the federal government receive from companies, which can amount, depending on the project, in the billions of dollars, those money should go to the state and be divided up to the people of the state, similar to what you have in Alaska. Think how much better off you would be. But no, now the federal government is collecting, and then you got money all over the place, even in Ukraine, going down into the South and Central and South America to alleviate those countries of problems that people are still fleeing from today, so they say. So when you vote for somebody, because I can't tell you who to vote for, but it should be based on the policies, the policies that's good for America, and good right. for American industry. And just the thing he said, telling people in South Carolina, you ain't black if you don't vote for me. That should be, and I don't wow. understand how the hell people can stand for that. I'm the heck, I just can't believe how many black people insult. agreed with that. It's an insult. And they cheer and clap when you say stuff like that. Voting for Obama just because he was black. Him saying that the next Supreme Court justice is going to be a black female. That there is racist. It should be based on merit, not skin color. So anyway, I got to go. People's calling me. But uh, I just right. enjoyed the conversation, Adrian, and uh, welcome it was nice to the new uh, position. You. Yeah, we'll stop back by from time to time. I'll talk to you guys later. You have a good night. Thank you. I want to play a a clip now. Uh, Thank you, Pianchi. Adrian, I want to play a clip by Benny Johnson. He's talking about the Trump mugshot. All right. So this is how, this is now how he's winning over the black community because they realize that Trump is now in the prison system. And Trump did work on prison reform while he was a, a president. And Ice Cube, the rapper, actually signed off on on this and said it was a great deal for the black community. So uh, I want to go ahead and play this. The Trump campaign raked in over $7 million. Today, my garbage man told me he's buying mugshot T-shirts for everyone he knows this Christmas. The mugshot's up on the side of buildings in the inner city. 
the 2016 phenomenon is happening all over again. Trump won that election because of a laser-like focus on the forgotten man. A bond was formed back then that can never be broken. And there's a new forgotten man, the black man. Democrats have forgotten about him. The media and the professional class are so fixated with smearing and disqualifying one man that they've forgotten that the Democratic Party should be fixated on fixing problems. Better wages, better jobs, better schools, better health care. Democrats have overpromised and underdelivered for black Americans for decades. And as this election rolls around, Democrats once again are obsessed with Trump instead of their most dependable voter. The mugshot crystallized that. He got indicted? And Trump got a target on his back just like a black man. Y'all keep messing with him. Hey, Trump, go ahead and wipe that white paint out your face, man. You black now. You good in the hood. As far as I know, Trump is black. When are you guys going to learn? The more you indict, the more we unite. Gangsters, how about Trump 2024, you heard me? Woo, woo, gangsters. The hood got this man back. It's Trump 2024. That's what it's going to be because we ain't having nothing else. Arresting Donald Trump not once, not twice, not three times, but four times did something I thought was impossible. It made Donald Trump into a sympathetic character. Made a billionaire a victim of the man. I know, it sounds crazy. Black Americans throughout our history have felt unfairly victimized by the system. Historically, there's some truth to that. The mugshot unintentionally created a bond between Donald Trump and black Americans. Y'all lock big Trump up like that? I don't appreciate none of that. Because let me tell y'all something now. These other presidents be saying good stuff to you, but doing bad stuff to you. Trump might be saying some bad stuff, but he was doing some good stuff. Check the records. Out of all the people this man could have freed, man, he freed. Lil Wayne, man, the goat, he freed Kodak. You know what I'm saying? And y'all done locked big Trump up. Y'all got him in Atlanta, man. Free big Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump's support black Americans has steadily been going up. In 2020, Biden won 91% of the black vote. Trump had eight. Just three years later, Biden's down 30 points with black America. Trump's up 12%. There's a reason for that, a few of them. Metropolitan areas are rapidly decaying under Democrat leadership, not to mention inflation's eating away at black bank accounts. Time for talks over. Joe Biden, more than any other president, represents the system. He represents the man. He represents the permanent Washington power broker whose callous policies created the forgotten man. And what better way to send a message to the system than to vote for the man who the system is trying to destroy. This video is for every single black person out there. If you really want to over this government that has over your ancestors, if you really want to over this government that helped kill Martin Luther King Jr., man, I'm asking you to do me a favor. Go vote for Donald Trump. They up, because they've been it up for us for the longest, and it's been them. Vote for Donald Trump. The Democrats have made Trump a martyr. And <laughs> they've made voting for Donald Trump the biggest political message in years. Jermaine Clutch Williams is a Louisiana voter who joins us now. So, Jermaine, tell us what people are saying. I mean, like, it's this, uh, it's this debacle that's going on amongst me and my peers about the fact that, like, 
what's being done to Donald Trump has been done to us. So I think it's like resonating with a lot of my people in ways that the the Democratic Party probably didn't, you know, like 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 they probably didn't envision it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So the, to see the the issues the and when it boils down to it, it was just phone calls. Donald Trump just calling in, checking on the election, making sure everything is going fine and dandy, and they making this big deal out of it, and to the point to where they, you know, they they lock big Trump up. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of it kind of resonate with a with a lot of black people because we've been in that position. So I think it's it's uh, like galvanizing sympathy from a lot of black people. And have you and your friends voted Democrat in the past? Oh, definitely, definitely. But I mean, like, like, like now, I think that that uh, the 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 lines are blurred, and people are more uh, people are more focused on how we're being treated and which candidate is going to take some political responsibility for the African American voters. Do you and your friends feel like the Democratic Party's kind of neglected the black? Uh, voter. I mean, oh, around every every election, they talk a big game, but then, you know, there's not always results. Is that how you feel? Jason, Jason, check this out, bro. Check this out. I'm going to keep it real with you, Jason. Check this out. Man, the stuff that, the stuff that Biden, uh, the stuff that Biden promised, and first of all, I just want to say, if, if, if we going to, if we going to down Donald Trump, behind the supposed racism, then you got to know the, the history of racism as it pertains to Joe Biden with the 1994 crime law. A lot of people still in jail right now. A lot of families got destroyed from that crime bill, you know, that, 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 uh, that, that Joe Biden passed, you feel them, under the Bill Clinton administration. You know what I'm saying? So even all the, even all the plagiarism, all the remarks he made about the uh, the the Seven Eleven and the Indians and you know all that stuff that I, I I think people forgot you know what I'm saying but the 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 thing about it is is like when when you you looking at this what you got to understand is it's about who's actually putting stuff in the place it's about who's actually like like putting the pen to the paper and if you check the facts I think Donald Trump exhibited that way better than any other. Uh, any other president we had in a long time. All right. You know what I'm saying? Even well, if, even if, Clutch, how'd you get that name, by the way? Clutch, because I'm, I'm, I'm Clutch. I come through in the Clutch. You know, when the game on the line, you know, you can count on me. It's hard to see how the Biden regime survives. Again, I mean, there's a lot of institutional support for them inside of these corrupt systems in, in our government. But like, how do you survive these whistleblowers? How do you survive the prosecutor coming forward in Ukraine, Victor Shokin? Fox News had a massive bombshell interview with him this weekend. How are you going to survive that? Because the guy just comes straight up and says, yo, Joe Biden took bribes. Like, he just says it. And then Joe Biden tried to poison me. Oh, jeez. All right, well, that's confirming our greatest fears here. How do you survive that? Again, like, what do you do? How do you, how do you break that news cycle? You don't. Now, the corporate press is trying to ignore it, but it doesn't matter. They don't have any power anymore. We're in a paradigm shift. That, that their power is done. Okay, we are in control now of these narratives. And the polling shows that. How do you, the, these whistleblowers that came forward, they actually stopped the sweetheart deal into Hunter Biden. They like prevented it. These whistleblowers are out here saying, like, what a joke. They're in panic right now. Again, these are not moves of strength, these are moves of panic. Uh, it's hard to see how the regime survives. Are you ready for President Michelle Obama? What else they got in the can? Gavin Newsom? They're cooking. Watch out. 
What's going on, Facebook? It's your boy, Benny. Thank you for watching our video. If you wish to help us fight the communists, share the... All right. So, so your thoughts on that? Uh, the, the black community is, uh, well, Brandon, they're, they're finally seeing that Brandon has done squat for them. I think that was so funny when he said, y'all done locked up Big Trump. Y'all locked Big Trump up. Free Big Trump. Oh, there, there was, uh, there, there were rallies in the hoods out there talking about the free Trump. Thing is, is that uh, eventually, uh, eventually, when you have liars and cheats, the the truth comes out, and uh, it, it finally. And finally caught up to the, to Brandon. Because you can get away with it when the economy is halfway decent, but when you have multiple problems, this just adds to it. To the overall issues from that situation. Well, Brandon's lost. Uh, he's lost more than 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 his mind, uh, the public doesn't trust him. And it doesn't matter if somebody's rich or poor. Uh, nobody nobody likes him. If the, You're not voting for Brandon. You're voting for Trump or against Trump this time around. Yeah, I know a lot of people That's are just the truth. supporting Ron DeSantis that supported Trump before. And mm-hmm been some people's supportive of Vivek now. Uh, there's a huge drop-off between those two, and I, I like Vivek, but he's nowhere close to Trump. I, uh, something about Vivek wanting to do like a COVID registry database and thought that was weird. I don't know how true that is. The thing that was going around. But let me ask you though, uh, and, and I don't know the answer to this because I I like what Vivek is saying right now, but I know about his past. So I need to know why and when did he flip? Because he was a a very bleeding heart Democrat just a few short years ago. And now he looks like the biggest Trump supporter on the planet. And it could be genuine. I don't know. And he has to know that what he is saying is, is resonating with people, which is why he's now uh, in many polls – Passing DeSantis as the second best Republican nominee. And uh, I, I just think at some point, if he wasn't genuine, that, that he would have been found out by now. That he would have been exposed? 
Yeah, or or at least he has to know in his head, look, I'm getting away with this. He has to know by now what the public is interested in. Because when, when he talks, it, it sounds like he's genuine, but I, I need to know his background on why he changed so that I could either support him or not. So it's just one of those things like, Somebody's feeding you everything you want to hear, but is it genuine? And I, I can't answer that. Even so, I can't I can't pick him over over Trump anyway. I honestly can't tell you if I know anybody that, that says that Ramaswamy is a better candidate than Trump at this point. Have you met anybody? Um, in the sense of saying things or getting things done, I just could say things better. Um, you know, I the 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 things that concerned me were the. Operation Warp Speed and the banning silencers, or not the silencers, the bump stocks, and the talks about banning silencers, but the bump stocks. No, I, I'm not saying Warp Speed was the best thing ever, and that that's a huge red flag with Trump, but with Vivek, he, he's a, a big pharma CEO, and every other candidate out there, with the exception of DeSantis, is going to be on the side of requiring gene therapies. So I know that I can't hold that I can't hold that against Trump if he's vowing to not make it mandatory when everybody else is looking to make it mandatory. And I'm somebody that has never once worn a scam. I've never had a gene therapy. I I would rather die than to get a gene therapy. Yeah, I am not. I was really harping on my family. I was like, do not take the vaccine. Like, do not take the vaccine. Like, all my friends, like, do not take the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um, no. Like, well, when I started researching vaccines in general, just, the things that are in regular ones is very alarming. You know, monkey kidney cells, canine cells, these human diploid cells. What is it? MC something dash five. It's like literally comes from white Caucasian male fetal tissue. And that's in regular ones. Right. But there really is no difference between Nikki Haley and Mike Pence and Tim Scott and, and, I mean, Chris Christie's the worst of them up there, or Asa Hutchinson. They have their own category. But for everybody else, uh, you can't tell those people apart. Yeah, 
Nikki Haley, I always thought she kind of leaned more towards the left, but I guess she's running as a Republican. Well, she's running as a neocon. And she's using the fact that, hey, she's a woman, so vote for her. And I don't want, I'm not voting for somebody because of what gender they say they are. Yeah, no, that's not gender, race. It should be the policies. What are they going to do to solve normal people's problems or encourage normal people to solve their own problems? All right, let's see what else we have here before it gets too late. Um, I'm looking here. Uh, I do have another Benny Johnson I want to play. It's like four minutes with Trump and the impeachment. Well, I have a message for Joe Biden this morning. We're coming for you. And if you will not answer the questions for the American people, the Oversight Committee will answer them for you uh, with regards to the investigation we're going to be conducting. And it's time for Joe Biden to start telling the American people the truth. Why wasn't the White House on any of the Sunday shows yesterday? Why will they not answer the questions? Why does Joe Biden avoid the questions? And when he does answer them, he's lying to the American people. And I think the American people just deserve the truth and nothing but the truth. And have, did, did anything Shokin say to Brian Kilmeade surprise you? Did it add anything to the story? Well, certainly having his uh, testimony or his uh, speaking to Brian Kilmeade in Fox News, sharing that information is very important. I want to talk to Victor Shokin next. Like, I would like to see evidence that he has, aside from Joe Biden saying on a microphone several years ago, bragging about firing Shokin. Um, I would like to see if he does have any evidence of this, because every time Joe Biden has answered this question, he's lied about it. And because the Oversight Committee is not allowed to show the suspicious activity reports from the Treasury because they're confidential, we've got to go after bank records. I would like to know what banks we need to be talking to, what banks we need to request financial records from so we can show the American people what's actually been going on. I always remember that when, was it last February or so, I think that it was, mm-hmm. that you and a couple of others went to the Treasury Department and you got to see documents and you came out and I think that you, it's fair to say you were shocked. And is that what you're trying to shocked. say? That like, I, I, You're not yeah. allowed to show that to us, but you're trying to say that maybe if you go to the bank records and you're able to get those, we would get the same information that you were able to see? Correct. Correct. I would say that. And I would say the shock and awe comes from the amount of money laundering that we're talking about is staggering. And I've said this a couple of times, the amount of money that Biden's, I believe, benefited from is going to be over 50 million, 17 million from Ukraine alone so far. It'll be much higher than that overall when we talk about Romania. China, Russia, et cetera. The, just one report in, a, in one of the SARS reports, and there were 170 of them plus, it is, was tens of millions of dollars and then some. Like, it's a staggering amount of money that we're talking about between the Biden family and their business associates in these corrupt countries. It's, it's insurmountable, in my opinion, and I'm disgusted that the mainstream media has not investigated it. They are very incurious, I think you could say. Have a great time in Charleston, one of the yeah. best cities in America. It's hard to see how the Biden regime survives. Again, I mean, there's a lot of institutional support for them inside of these corrupt systems in, in our government, but, like, how do you survive these whistleblowers? How do you survive the prosecutor coming forward in Ukraine, Victor Shokin, 
Fox News had a massive bombshell interview with him this weekend. How are you going to survive that? Because the guy just comes straight up and says, yo, Joe Biden bribes. Like, he just says it. And then Joe Biden tried to poison me. Oh, jeez. All right, well, that's confirming our greatest fears here. How do you survive that? Again, like, what do you do? How do you, how do you break that news cycle? You don't. Now, the corporate press is trying to ignore it, but it doesn't matter. They don't have any power anymore. We're in a paradigm shift. They, they, their power is done. Okay, we are in control now of these narratives. And the polling shows that. How do you, the, these whistleblowers that came forward, they actually stopped the sweetheart deal into Hunter Biden. They, like, prevented it. These whistleblowers are out here saying, like, what a joke. They're in panic right now. Again, these are not moves of strength. These are moves of panic. Uh, it's hard to see how the regime survives. Are you ready for President Michelle Obama? What else they got in the can? Gavin Newsom? They're cooking. Watch out. What's going on, Facebook? It's your boy, Benny. Thank you for watching our video. If you wish to help us fight the communist. All right. Uh, any thoughts on that? Not we can uh, we have one more caller. We can go to Marie and in, uh, in Arizona. All right, we'll go to Marie in Arizona. I don't know if I lost you or not. Oh, oh Marie, I'm sorry, welcome I in. Talking, I must have accidentally hit the mute button. I was just uh, wondering what platform that was on. That's what I was asking. Oh, that's Benny Johnson. So I fa- I, I follow him on Spybook. But Marie, welcome in. You're in. I'm from Arizona. I just want to say that the information that's being documented and given to the press and the people is different than what's actually happening. Okay, go ahead. We lost Marie. Yeah, I'm not hearing anything. I, she said she wanted to something about the she wanted to talk about something press related, and then didn't hear after that. Well, all right. So we got a few minutes left. Any any good last words? Well, this was fun. It was interesting. And it's cool that people call in. A lot of good conversation. So you got to make some new friends. Yeah, we watched two episodes of Broccoli Man. Well, I I hope you understand Broccoli Man now. Yes, I do. You'll have to uh, binge watch him. Yeah, I'll send them to my friends. Well, that's the goal. I, I, I want to see more subscribers on our Rumble channel. Yeah, I will definitely send it to my friends and tell them to subscribe. And maybe they'll want to call in and ask some questions. They talk about some of the things that are going on. Yeah, I hope so.
Where was our last guest? Uh, you mean the caller? We didn't have a guest today. We just had a couple of callers. But uh, she was so the from last Arizona. Was from Arizona, and then yeah, our first one. Uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Yeah, I don't know if you saw so, yeah, anything. Call her some, oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. I was just saying that in Hawaii, I've seen some things, I don't know how true it is, that some people suspect that the do directed energy weapons had a lot to do with that. And... saw like apparently roofs with like the color blue things that were colored blue weren't really destroyed and that it was something to do with the directed energy weapons not picking up on that color or something I'm not exactly sure about the science there or if you're tracking on that if you heard anything about that Um, well, I, I know that that's part of the energy weapon thing where uh, with the color blue, somehow the, the machines, uh, the energy weapons can't penetrate something blue. I don't know why that is. I really still don't know how true that is yet, but I've uh, that that's what I've heard. You have heard about the color blue and the directed energy yes. weapons, allegedly? Yes. Very interesting. It would be something worth looking into. I've been meaning to look more into that, the science on what exactly are directed energy weapons and what would the color blue have about it that's significant where it would not catch fire. Because, you know, I know there's some things, you know, we've, we've always been told that white, you know, the sun... And then when you wear black, it pulls in the heat. So I'm interested in if that holds any weight and is that all factual. Yeah, well, if it is factual, then it looks like I'll have to be painting my house pretty soon. (laughs) Yeah, over there. Um, Yeah, all those fires that happened the past couple years, I mean, they're just – I just – don't think there's any way for it to be natural that many yeah it's uh and the thing is is that they're caught they're caught creating the fires and then they tell us it's global warming and then you have all the radicals that that just believe this ish I just think that the earth is undergoing a natural phenomenon too right now that nobody really talks about. It's called the precession of the earth, which I'm mm. not a, I am not in, you know, 
astronomers, anything like that. But the way that the Earth is rotating, it makes sense that we would be having floods. Um, because the Earth, everything. So that, that sound means that we're we're about to be done with time here. So I got 34 seconds to get out of here, whether I'm ready or not. So. Adrian, thank you so much for being here tonight. Hopefully, you'll come back next Tuesday. Everyone else, yeah, please absolutely. support the other shows on Freedomizer. It's not just the proof negative show here, but until tomorrow, hold on to the handrail, keep hope alive. Remember, only you can prevent forest fires. I am proof negative, and I am Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.